What's up, what's up, what's up? This is another episode, the sixth episode of For the Future, part of our new season. Uh, we have new co-hosts here. Introduce yourself, guys. Uh, what's good? My name is Marcus. Eugene call me C. Graham. Yeah, I'm the co-host, I guess. <laughs> Just the co-host. Uh, I'm Ethan. I like long walks on the beach. Uh, <laughs> I'm a lover of garbage things, and uh, I'm a Rochester native. And then we have our guest stars here. Uh, you can not only introduce yourselves, but you know, tell everybody why you're here today. Okay, so I'm Macy. <laughs> okay, so I'm Macy. I'm from Rochester, originally born and raised, and um, today I'm here for my 20% time project today. Um, I'm Charlie. I'm also here for my 20% time project. I'm a Rochester native, if you will. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm here for, yeah, like I already said. So yeah, I don't know what else there to are, say. Okay, so there are some people who like aren't from Rochester. They don't know what that is. Yeah. So could you explain? Oh. Yeah, could you explain what that <laughs> is to that. everybody? Who wants to explain? I mean, it's a city in <laughs> New York. No, with the 20... <laughs> oh, for the 20%. Oh, yeah, they oh, don't yeah. know what that is. I was going to say that, too. I thought you said Rochester. I so, know. so we both attend School of the Arts, Macy and I, and for our English class, we um, are doing a project called the 20% Time Project, which we work on one day every school week, and it is a project of our choice about and we're like learning to do something so like obviously making a podcast or you can cook or you can you know do any sort of thing that you can learn and we are here on this episode because we need mentors for this project and Jordan and Kristen over there are <laughs> our mentors <laughs> yeah so yeah so that's what it is but that's like a cooler capstone fact like our, I feel like our school is kind of lacking. Yeah, it is. Our school, is, it's not trash, but we have a lot of trash <laughs> antiques. We, we oh, away. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah. So this episode, we're gonna just dive into our identities. Seeing as though there are new people here, we're gonna just talk about you know who these people are, what makes them tick, and yeah. So who wants to start? Who wants to start? Marcus. Yeah, Marcus. You're Hello, sorry. Marcus. <laughs> Seeing as though you want to say something. Put oh, you, you have to talk close to the right, mic. My bad. So you got any questions? <laughs> just like, yeah, just so yeah. So in the first episode that we ever had, we introduced ourselves. We talked about where we're from, what our you know household situation was, what just made us who we are. You know. What our personality, like what people see us as today, why is that there? You know, why do people see us that way? And, you know, just say what you want. Say how you feel. All right. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, like I said earlier, my name is Marcus. Um, I'm louder? All right. I'm, my name is Marcus. Um, I'm Rochester, born and raised. I live in a single-parent household. That's kind of kind of weird because, like, my dad, he, like, he lives in Syracuse, and then my mom lives in Rochester, but that's that's pretty cool. Um, I'm 17. I'm a senior at Road of Inquiry. Um, I've been there since kindergarten. I took a, a two-year break, and I came back 
but uh, you know what else we can talk about? <laughs> so. It's going to be very complicated. <laughs> so the whole point of this, right, is to, like I said, see how you guys react. See what makes you guys who you are. And so because you live in a one-parent household, because your dad lives in Syracuse and your mom lives here, how do you think that has reflected on who you are? You know, you know, we can hear the facts. You know, there are a lot of people with the facts. But how has that reflected onto you? You know what I'm saying? Alright, I think I know what you're trying to say. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, you know, it's kind of weird not having your pops at home to, like, help you with certain stuff. But, like, you know, he's like a phone call away, so it's kind of like the same thing. But, I mean, I guess it's kind of a good thing and a bad thing because, you know, like, my mom always told me, like, she can't, like, teach me how to be a man. And, like, that's, like, my pops' job, but he's, like... Syracuse, but um, sometimes it's hard, but sometimes it's, I don't know, I guess it's, like, good to, like, try to, like, figure stuff out on your own, mm -hmm. but it can be, like, hard sometimes as well, if you get what I'm trying to say. Yeah, so, like, so it's, like, you grew up kind of, like, fending, well, not, like, totally, up. yeah, so you're growing up kind of, like, fending for yourself in some way, you know, trying to be more independent, and yeah. so you've grown up to be more independent, mm -hmm. and, Honestly, if I can, like, add something to that, just saying, like, I know Marcus on a personal level. Like, he's one of my closest friends. And so, you know, if Marcus needs to go somewhere and he doesn't have a ride, Marcus is one of the people that will find a way to Africa if he needed oh, to. Well, yeah. <laughs> like, so, like, yeah, you can you can see how it reflects to him, like, being more independent from a lot of people that I know. Like, my own brother, he uh, he's my youngest brother, and he just, like, feels obligated to, like have that ride, you know, have the person to drop him off at school or take him here or take him there. But before I had a car, I was taking the bus. Before I had a car, I was taking Ubers, you know, I had to pay <laughs> to get where I needed to go. Right, and, right. That, and I didn't have Uber until like I got a job. But other from that, like I was taking the bus and, you know, fending for myself. And so you can see how Marcus, that reflects onto you very well. Yeah. Uh, I came from a two-parent household, uh, and they got divorced when I was uh, 14, 13, 12, somewhere around there. One of those years <laughs> that I can't remember. Um, but I'm, I don't know. I feel like mine was like the best-case scenario of uh, parental divorces, just because as much as they did get divorced, they were still really close with each other, maintained good conversations uh, when it came to deciding whose house I was living at uh, it was split like totally evenly and uh, to this day they're still great friends they talk to each other on a great level and uh, yeah so I guess coming from that type of household it gives me a new perspective on like how to how people can work things out despite being in these really tough and emotionally emotionally straining situations uh i went to a private school uh named harley for every year i've been alive up to last where i went to a city school um in blind faith yeah no shout out 58 
uh, in blind faith to do this firefighter program that I'm currently enrolled in. And uh, yeah. So I just want to put a few things out there. You guys can say stuff. Oh. <laughs> you know, it's, it's not just the person that introduces themselves and then me going. Oh. Like, you guys can say stuff, too. But uh, to talk about that, I feel like in the city, that whole, like, parental situation is, like, totally different. Like, I know so many people, even myself included, who, like, I don't talk to my dad at all. Mm-hmm. And my mom and my dad had a horrible relationship with each other. Yeah. And I just feel like there's a big difference between... You know, living out in the the burbs, you know, you can make that kind of thing, you know, work. You know, can make that kind of thing happen. But I don't know. I feel like I'd have to do way more research on, you know, the right, uh, connection. The yeah, the connection between that kind of thing and the city and living in the city. But I just wanted to state that it was like it's really different. Yeah, no, it is. Um, I guess the whole thing with it, it was it was really weird because. For some moments when it was, like, in the midst of happening, I was really torn up. And, of course, me being, like, a preteen, I, like, didn't frankly know what was going on. And so I'm like, yeah. oh, why are they yelling at each other? Why is, like, <laughs> all this happening? And, like, why are they crying? But then when they're like, oh, yeah, we're getting divorced, but um, both of us are staying here and we're still friends. It's just, like, we're not going to be married anymore. And I was yeah. like, oh, okay. And so I used to <laughs> it was funny because it was during the summer. So at a summer camp, I was just talking to people and they're like, oh, we heard that, like, uh, your parents are getting divorced. They're like, I'm so sorry. I'm like, no, I'm cool with it. It's, like, two houses. <laughs> <laughs> so how do you, how did they know? <laughs> like, Oh, uh, it was at Harley. So oh, all, the, all the teachers oh, were yeah. counselors and all that. So mm. my mom works there. So oh, yeah. everyone knew. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Anybody else? Macy, do you want to go? I'll go, I guess. Okay. Um, so I come from a two parent home and that's really nice. And our lives have always been like surrounded by like Christianity and religion. And so like other kids may have like not gotten like the stuff like I did, like going to church every Sunday and waking up early Mm -hmm. to go to church and like Easter Sundays all about like candy to some kids but it's like a different meaning to like my family and so um having friends who um believe in different stuff than me has like opened up my eyes to different things and so yeah it's always been a weird thing always growing up with Christianity because you always had Going to, like, a public school, some kids, like, told you to do this, and some kids told you to do that, and then you had your faith at home telling you to do something else. So it was, like, always a war going on between uh, life at, like, home with, like, faith-based life and a life at school where kids just don't care and just speak their minds. And so... so- could you honestly I so I grew up in <clears throat> a somewhat religious household but uh eventually I was like oh well I don't I don't believe in God and it was like at a Sunday school and I'm like who who is this guy um <laughs> or girl I don't I don't know but I was like I had questions and they weren't answered and so I didn't believe it but uh my question was have you had any 
could you give examples of where you had conflictions um, between uh, religious life and school life? Um, so basically there were like a couple times when like I was in elementary school and people would question my faith and they would be like, why are you Christian? And like, why do you believe in God? And like, I was little, so I didn't really have like a clear understanding (laughs) of like what was like actually happening. But like, since I've grown through the years, like in my faith, it's been like, it's been somewhat difficult because like kids always come up to you and they're like oh you're that good little christian girl and you need to do this and you can't do that because you're a christian and then there's high high expectations and that's why there was always a confliction because like you wanted to do like one thing like go see like that one movie with your friend but like Mm -hmm. you couldn't because like it somewhat in like, some way goes against yeah, religion. Yeah. Yeah. Or like there was this one incident where I was at my grandmother's house and I was reading Harry Potter and she took my book and she put it in the closet because she said it was somewhat against Christianity. And so that was a confliction also as well right, because right, right. like you wanted to read like Harry Potter. Like Harry Potter was like such a good series. And, right, like, I loved it. And it was, <laughs> it was so good. But then you had influences like your grandparents telling you that like it was sinful or and not okay right. to like read it. And there was another instance with the Harry Potter thing where it was a sweatshirt and they threw it away because they also thought that it was sinful to have it because it had like Hogwarts. Hogwarts witchcraft and wizardry and they threw it away because they said it was sinful and so like there was like that place in your like heart that kind of just like broke because like it was something that you liked but like some like big influence on your life didn't so like you wanted to please them but at the same time you had your like own things like that you wanted and so it was hard to like balance them out and that's like kind of what it was with like school and like home yeah because like there were some things at like school and like things you wanted to do with your friends but like there were things at like home that were kind of like binding you to like your faith so like you couldn't do that and gotcha gotcha yeah so i have a question and a statement for that so uh the statement first is, I don't want to just say this to you, but like everyone mm-hmm. listening, this, like your life is your life, you know, mm-hmm. and it doesn't matter religion, it doesn't matter sex, gender, mm-hmm. any of that, it doesn't, it, yeah. you shouldn't really care unless it's like you, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And with that kind of thing, I just feel like, you know, that's, it's just you, you know what I'm saying? So as you grow up, you're going to form an identity of yourself. You're going to learn who you are more and more. And yeah. So I leave it up to you to figure out what you want to do. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Yeah. If you want to go ahead and read Harry Potter <laughs> because you don't think it relates in any way to your religion, go ahead and read Harry Potter. I finished yeah. the books. And I don't like to think that I'm christian but i'd say i'm spiritual you know what i'm saying like like agnostic of a sort like believe there's some greater power uh yeah i do believe there is some greater power i just don't agree with the teachings of a lot of religions you know what i'm saying like yeah i feel like a lot of i've gone to a lot of churches i've gone to a lot of like religious events and Mm -hmm. 
I feel like a lot of it stems from just like a lot of hate. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of religion is just like, you know, we don't like these kind of people. So don't associate mm-hmm. right. with these yeah. kind of people. And, yeah. We don't like yeah. these kind of people. When like religion, mm-hmm. it, I feel like it stems from like love. Like, mm-hmm. you know, the Bible, it says a lot about love. And right. how, you know, yeah. love thy neighbor, you know, that kind of thing. You know, like forgive and forget that kind of thing. But nobody pays attention to that. Mm-hmm. Everybody mm-hmm. wants to pay attention to like hating other religions for having this religion, or yeah. Yeah. you know, mm-hmm. hating Harry Potter books because they're mm-hmm. Harry Potter <laughs> books, you know. Yeah. But like, it's a book at the end of the day, you know. Yeah. It's a book, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And so, like I said, as you get older, just remember that this is your life and this is your identity, mm-hmm. you know. And you can always have that, like, that Christianity side, you know. Mm-hmm. But you can always read a book too, you know. Mm-hmm. And. uh Dang, I had something else I was going to say. <laughs> forgot what it was. I kind of just went on a rant, but it'll come back to me. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go now. Um, I come from a two-parent household. Um, they're still together, which obviously is really, it's really great, and it has a lot of advantages. Um, we're atheist, and I think... It was definitely an interesting dynamic being a white atheist going to a primarily um, African-American and, like, Latino school, and a lot of them were religious, and so it was that interesting dynamic, especially in younger grades, when you would be there and you wouldn't really you wouldn't really be thinking about that. And then one kid would be like, oh, I have to go to church. And you're like, well, what's church? And they're like, what do you mean? You've never gone to church? Like, everybody goes to church. Like, that's just a regular thing. And I was like, no, I've never done that. And they're like, oh. And I think it's, yeah, it's just kind of an interesting dynamic being that different in sort of a school where everybody's very similar. And, of course, you can probably tell by my voice, but I'm gay. And that, that was a thing. Um, I spent a lot of time, again, especially in younger grades when my mind was being shaped and formed by the people around me. Um, again, going to a school where a lot of people were religious, that obviously is not the best. Like, you don't really want to be gay. And it was, it was a big thing, and I knew for a really long time, and I spent a lot of time trying to conceal it because again it was just bad and I got bullied for it even before I came out I mean like it was just like obviously again because of my voice it's always been this way like it's just sort of known that like oh he's the gay kid like we need to pick on him because he's like you know he's weird or he's going against God like there's just some there's some sort of stigma there and it took me a long time to get past that and I did go to 58 and well, I graduated in sixth grade and moved to Soda, which 58 is nice and very accepting, but I think Soda was a better move for me. Um, Soda School of the Arts, by the way. And um, 58 is World of Inquiry. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, we, it, was, it was definitely a move for me, and that's when I really came out and like told everybody, let everybody know, like, this is me, like, you can for sure know that, like, this is who I am, and, yeah, like, that was, that was just a big transition, like, figuring out that it wasn't actually all that bad. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. <laughs> That's what I like to hear, you know. Uh, yeah. I've... So, 
I'm so proud of you. By both being <laughs> oh, atheist as well as gay, do you feel that because of your sexual like preference, you were pushed away from religion? Or by the people that you were associated with at school, do you think that could have um, created some sort of resentment of the religion? Um, I couldn't tell you for sure. I mean, I was raised atheist since I was born, so of course right. I had my parents there, and I wasn't, of course, like Macy said, I missed out on a lot of that. Like, I didn't have to wake up early to go to church, or I didn't, like, go to, like, church group or whatever. Like, that wasn't a thing in my life. And, um, I think just the fact that I was very science oriented and I just knew that that wasn't like, that wasn't really checking out. Like there's some man in the sky living <laughs> in the clouds like that. There's no way that's possible. And it just wasn't really checking out. And I just, I never really was drawn away from it. More the fact that I was never really drawn to it. And I think also being an atheist helped with coming out because I didn't have that stigma of like, oh, you're, you're a Christian, so you can't be gay because that's going against God. Mm -hmm, or right. you're, any, like, basically any religion. is right, like, so It has some, some sort of stigma against, you know, not, not being heterosexual. So I think it's just, yeah, less being pushed away, more just not being drawn toward it for various reasons. Mm -hmm. So... There was this thing in the news not too long ago. Some famous person, he was talking. I, I heard about this on Brilliant Idiots by Charlemagne <laughs> and uh, Andrew Schultz, and they were talking about how, uh, what was the guy's name? I don't know. It was some famous guy. He had commented on his son coming out as transgender or something like mm -hmm. that. Right. And he was saying how he didn't, he like he was okay with his son being transgender, but he was it was just the fact that his son was really young, so he wanted to give him son, his son some time to like, you know, actually figure out who he was. Cause like I said, when you're younger, the more you grow, the like older you get, the more you realize who you are. Right. You, yeah. You learn so, about yourself. Exactly. Exactly. So he wanted to give his son time before he actually went through with what he was going through. Yeah. So I want to ask you personally. You being, you know, pretty young. Mm -hmm. How do you feel about, you know, somebody saying something like that? You know, um, you need more time to figure it out. I think it varies depending on the case. There's some cases where it's blatantly obvious that your son is transgender, your daughter is lesbian. Like, it just, it can just come out super young. And there are some instances where it takes them longer for that to, like, develop in their mind and them to figure it out. I mean, of course, it also comes out in, like, the way they act and the way they talk just when they're younger because they're not really thinking about that. They're mm -hmm. not really being like, oh, well, if I talk like this, people are going to think I'm gay. They're just saying, I'm talking. And, like, right. oh, my God, I can talk. Like, wow, I can communicate. <laughs> like, that's crazy. And they're not really... Like, that's, I don't think, at least for me, that wasn't really, like, com like going through my brain. I especially, I didn't, like, fully know what, like, being gay meant until maybe third or fourth grade. Because, something I'd also like to add, that's a big thing that at least this school district is lacking in. And they don't teach LGBTQ plus history at all. Mm -hmm. Like, that's not a thing. And I think in the move to start teaching more African-American history, 
maybe starting now or after we've moved to, you know, teaching more of that, maybe start including some more um, LGBTQ plus history because that's just a thing that, again, a lot of kids, A, think it's bad and B, they just don't know. Like, there's no outlet for them to figure it out. And I think that can play a big role in coming out and, like, realizing, like, what that even means. And, sorry, I, like, completely went off on what no, you said. No, keep going, keep going, keep um, going. I'm coming back to that. Um, I think it depends if your son is, like, five, but he's, like, really drawn toward, of course, like, I'm not saying there should be toys marketed towards certain genders, but if he's really drawn toward what the media is saying is, like, boy toys which of course because the media is saying that he's subconsciously compressing that in his mind i mean like oh this is what i this is what i like because i'm a boy if he's like moving toward all of that like i think you should give him time but like personally for me when i was even four or five like i was like i want to be in gymnastics i want to play with barbies like i want to do makeup like that was all a thing i don't even know why i came out like it was super obvious to people and um i think yeah it it varies on the case um depending on how much you're seeing that aspect show through in your child's life if you're a parent listening to this i think you should make the decision on whether to talk to them more about it or you know talk to them about waiting more before they make a big decision i think sexuality is much less than like transitioning obviously because we could be like oh i was I thought I was gay at like age eight, but then I wasn't because it was it was just experimentation. But if you're trans, it's hard to go back. So I think it's just dependent on the case. Just um, vary your vary your reaction based on how obvious it is and how much it's showing through. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I have to say on that. I, I actually have some things to uh, say about this. Uh, so you said that there wasn't any LGBTQ um, plus uh history uh in city school specifically at harley um i when i was a junior i took a class called descent Mm -hmm. which was all about um like questioning the system or questioning some movement so we actually learned about a guy named harvey milk yeah who yes exactly right so he was the first openly gay um elected official on the san francisco board of supervisors yeah and there was we watched a documentary about him. We read different things about him. Yeah. Newspaper articles. It was crazy because yeah. we knew nothing about that. And n- nobody really talks about it unless someone specifically is like, I want to learn about these issues. And along in that same class, we learned about Susan B. Anthony and Frederick yeah. Douglass and all these people, right? Rochester-based people. And a lot of these things just some people would just skip over. Mm-hmm. To be the devil's advocate in that sense, mm-hmm. I just want to say that there are all, like, most of the teachers that we see today are white. Yes. Right? Yeah. They're mostly white and they're mostly female. So, that, like, in turn, like, and the administrators, like, the people higher ups are usually white males, right? Mm-hmm. So, that means yeah. they're making the rules, which means they're making the curriculum about white males. Mm-hmm. And white females are teaching that you know what i'm saying yes. and so they don't know 
what like they don't know how to teach black students they don't know what to teach black students yeah and a lot of them don't know how to teach gay lesbian you know yeah. those kind yeah. of students either so i feel like it is up to a lot like it's up to us it's up to you it's up yes. to you it's yeah. up to you know to like be those people that are like yes i do want to learn mm. this because these people just don't like you said before they don't know yeah like, they're and it's... ignorant to the fact that you know we need to have this in our curriculum and you can't mm. just expect i feel like a lot of the time, even me, myself, I've been saying, oh, yeah, we need to learn this. We need to learn this. But I feel like now we've gotten to a point where they've already heard that for years. Mm -hmm. What right. we need to do is come up with a plan to actually get it into the schools. Implement that. Like I was telling you earlier, soda, for me, like what I've been seeing is like an epicenter for, yes. you know, gay, lesbian, trans, you yes. know. Uh, <laughs> those kind of like students you know what i'm saying and so when people hear about oh yeah there's those are my kind of people at this school right. they want to go to that school you know what i'm saying yeah and there's probably more like you're learning from the people that you're around every day it's not a class because you're going through it with your classmates you're going through it with your peers mm -hmm. but if we made it and we had ideas to come with to these people that make the curriculum then we can spread out the amount of people are mm -hmm. like that are just at a school yeah. like soda you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. so like we can't keep blaming it on them and then just not have any ideas mm -hmm. we need to come up with the ideas so we can use that as ammunition to bring to our schools but that, you know could, what I'm that could be more than just like we have to do something right like yes we can do things such as we can come up with a ton of ideas i don't think the ideas are the issue i think the issue are, is the people that are currently in those places i think as much as we've come to them in the past and we've been like hey we need to learn about this this is a prominent piece of history or um in health class are you kidding me that i had to take health again <laughs> not not because i failed it because the <laughs> you to throw that out there for everyone <laughs> i i ain't dumb no <laughs> but Fails um health. No, so, like, the whole thing is, like, I had a half a credit, right? And you needed a full credit. <laughs> so, I was like, oh, okay. So, when I was chancering schools, and they're like, you gotta take it again, right? Shout so out to So, you screen. did fail. He clowned me. No. Um, <laughs> he passed it. He just didn't I pa Yeah, it. I passed it. So, they're just like, well, you, I mean, you passed it, but you gotta take it again. But the whole thing is, like, seeing the two different ways that that's been taught, like, at Harley, when God, I feel like I'm f plugging the school. I, I'm not. Like, are there's... you talking about? Okay, so I, before you go on, yeah, yeah, I feel like there is a difference just because, my like my mom was me and my mom talking about this a lot. But in the there are a lot of people, in our graduating class that got pregnant. You know? Yeah. No. Oh my and gosh. So there, like, there's way more. It's more common to hear about teen pregnancy in the city. It's more common to hear about STDs in the city. It's more common to hear about the bad stuff that you hear about in health class in the city. It's yeah. easier to hide it when you live in the burbs. You can pay for yeah. like abortions. You can pay for people to hide stuff. You mm -hmm. know, you can pay for false medical records. Like you can do that because you have more access to it. You know what I'm saying? And so when you're in the city school, you can't. And so what are we learning? We're learning how to maintain the life that is the life right. of a city person, you know what I'm saying? But, like, yeah. it, it didn't even look like... So, 
Harley's health class, yeah, we looked at all the different kinds of like STDs. You can get all the ways to prevent them, all the contraception and the different sexualities. But the whole thing that like, I don't know, kind of tweaked me uh, when going to a city school was taking this all again. And it was like brushed over. Like, yeah, you can put on a condom. This is how you do it. Like, no, I, I was practically teaching that class. I was also at in a health club at Harley teaching the younger grades how to use protection. What can happen if you like don't have protection? Um, but going to a city school, I distinctly remember nobody was paying attention. We were all on computers doing whatever the heck we wanted to do. And the teacher's like, all right, we're going to learn about how to put on a condom. Guy whips out this like dildo, smacks it on the table, and everyone's laughing because it's suction cupped because like that's the only way you can see it. And so what ended up happening is the guy didn't even take out a condom, and a kid ended up just grabbing the dildo and like sticking it on something. Like I was like, I can't believe I'm stuck in a class that doesn't take it as seriously as you want. Yeah, and the whole taken. thing is like Monroe County has had the highest STD like rate of all time and the lowest pregnancy rate of all time. Why? Because everyone's on contraception, everyone's on birth control, everyone's using condoms. Actually, no, not everyone's using condoms because they're on birth yeah, control. Yeah, I was gonna say. And the whole thing is because they don't have to worry about being pregnant, they're like, oh, we don't need a condom. And so everyone gets gonorrhea or chlamydia or whatever the heck you want it to be. Wait, so the pregnancy rate is lower? Is at its lowest. You serious? Hmm. Yeah, I'm so serious because we Can actually. I, okay, I'm not. I'm not trying to prove you wrong. But no, no, but do you have right. the. Do you have the data? I could pull it up because I remember we specifically for one of the nights, right? That we had to be like, oh, World of Inquiry is so great. Like, praise, praise this. And uh, don't be sleeping <laughs> no, on no, my no. school though. No, yeah. it's good. It's honestly one of the best city school districts out there. But the whole thing was they're like, all right, we're gonna put together this like little information sheet. So we all have to look up like pregnancy rates and STD rates and all that. And so we had to do research. And honestly, it was short and brief, but of course it was. Um, but no, that was one of the few things we touched on that I distinctly remember. It was wild. Yeah. I don't. Oh. Um... I, I didn't realize this until you say this. Yeah, health is, like, a super chill class, and it really shouldn't be. Yeah. Because, like, <laughs> nobody's... I mean, now that I'm actually thinking about it, we're not really, like... We're, I mean, you're not really doing anything. Like, last year, <laughs> I mean, we were just, like you said, sitting on computers doing whatever the heck we wanted. Like, there wasn't... There was very little direction. Like, there was very little you know, anything. Like, it was just, it was sort of basically a free period. Like, we weren't, there was, there wasn't a lot of learning happening, and I think now that you're saying this, I'm realizing it, there really does, because it's a big problem, and you hear about it, but school districts are not, they're not, they're hearing it, but they're not listening. Right, because education is their now problem. Yeah. But someone getting pregnant, who knows, nine yeah. months later, if they're a senior, and at graduation, they're pregnant, we, I remember being shook like down to my core when i'm like shook. whoa <laughs> someone's pregnant at graduation yeah. <laughs> like that was, was the... like three or four people yeah i know it was four people <laughs> but the only person i like saw that i'm like don't say names no no i uh oh i don't even know people i was new to the school oh. <laughs> i remember seeing this one girl who was pregnant i'm like how 
What? <laughs> Who? It's really, it's really surprising, bro. It is, but that's what I'm saying. Like in the in the city, it's more open. This is this is why I thought that it was higher, mm-hmm. because in a city, you hear about it in the news, you see it at school, you see it at home. Yeah, it's so much easier to see it. You know what I'm saying? You can't look back then, but when you when you are in the city, it's like so common to see this person and this person and this person, who's 17, 18, maybe even 16 or 15, is mm-hmm. pregnant. You yeah. know what yeah. I'm saying? I guess that brings up another question of like, did they want this pregnancy? And, like, was this... But then why? Like, we have Planned Parenthood. We have places that, like, give out birth control for free. There's, like, a bowl of condoms in th- where they're like, take one before you leave. And, like, they can do abortions. And I know, we can get into this and blah, 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 abortions, pro-life, pro-choice. Yeah, no. <laughs> but as much as people say they don't have these resources... A lot of people have done a lot in their lives to make it so that people can have these resources. And I feel like it's not that we don't have them, it's that people don't know we have them. And I guess I feel like, yeah, that's very true. People don't know we have them. And I feel like there's more to this argument that I just cannot bring here. I, yeah, I just, no, honestly. Yeah, I just have to do more research on this. But yeah, you're, you're right. You're really correct. Uh, there's a lot that... You know, just people just don't know, you know? Mm-hmm. Honestly, though, about the condoms, I don't know who doesn't know about condoms. I knew about condoms when I was, like, six. <laughs> okay. What? I wasn't using them. I'm just saying. <laughs> I, knew, <laughs> I knew what they nah, were. Nah, Jordan was the kid to, like, I blow was... up a condom <laughs> as a balloon. No, I was not. No, but seriously, like, you... <laughs> The, the people are starting to figure out what that is, like what that whole thing is before they even hit their teens. You know what I'm saying? People know what condoms are. Yeah. You know, you don't need health class to tell you what a condom is, you know, and what it's for. I feel like you'd be surprised. Like, <laughs> no, no. Just like thinking about like the education for how to put on a condom. It's very, it's very straightforward. <laughs> I'd like to believe it's very straightforward. Okay, but then I feel like if you know about sex, you know about condoms. There's no way that you know about sex and you just don't know about condoms. I, I honestly, and you don't need a health class to know that. But I feel like people don't know. Like Marcus, you gonna say something? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, yeah, God, I'm, I'm just waiting. Nah, go what? Go for it. Yeah, go on. I'm in. I'm going. I don't, I don't know what to say. I'm just waiting for y'all to keep going, talking how I've been. It's crazy right now. Now's your chance. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. What do you want me to say about condoms? I mean, I mean they're everywhere. They're in the nurse's office. They're... Wait, do we actually yeah. have them at our school? Yeah. We what? Yeah. yeah. No, I didn't know this. <laughs> no. Yeah. I, mean, I think she gave them to people after something. You just go in there and ask for them. She gives you like a yeah. plastic bag full of them. But there has to be like a specific reason or something like that. What other specific yeah. reason do you need? <laughs> I mean, you can just like, oh, I just want a bag of condoms. You're going to ask you like, why do you want them? Did, okay. Do you plan on using them? Just Weird like condom fun fact. <laughs> Did you know you can store like a ton of water in condoms for that like later use? That is not what we're talking about. That's no, 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 no. Because we talked about this in health class. It's like a survival thing. Like you can honestly fill up a condom with probably like three gallons of water. And just like, there you go. But what if it pops? Well, 
Isn't it really easy to Condoms aren't supposed water? to pop. Then that's bad luck oh, for you. Oh, like if you needed to survive. Like, exactly. Why I was would like, you have wow. condoms on you though, but not water? I know, I love you. You're like, <laughs> you're like, you're like trekking the Gobi Desert and like all you have in your bag is like three condoms. You're like, that's nine gallons of water. <laughs> nine Thank gallons, God. we're good. <laughs> Thank no, God. Honestly, that was just a funny little side fact that <laughs> I remember learning about in health class at World of Inquiry. Because <laughs> you know, who, who cares about using condoms for sex? You know, honestly, safe, you learned a lot more in our class than I learned in that class. <laughs> yeah. I, I practically taught that. Thing. <laughs> if we weren't learning, talk about it. Not either. the. Could I ever? <laughs> no, we watched. Who is it? Magic Johnson. Oh, I, I, uh, I did watch that. I, I did watch that. People didn't even care. They're just like. Yo, that's Magic Johnson! <laughs> Dude, what? <laughs> like, it baffles me that people are like, hey, we're in health class. This guy got HIV and ha- now has AIDS. The whole... And they're, they're like... By the way, there's a cure to almost everything. I know it is. I know... There's no way this guy has survived that long. People yeah. die, like, the next day with AIDS. Well, not the next day, but it's, it's so really cons- deadly. Conspiracy? This dude has conspiracy? been dying... Pharmacies are not giving out this solution, right? Just so they can keep getting money because a one-time solution. Exactly, exactly. Conspiracy theories with Shane Dawson. (laughs) Pharmacies are cheating you. I'm just saying, like, it's smart. It's mean. (laughs) But that's just a conspiracy I'm putting out there. I honestly just came up with it. I came up with it. No, that they're like, like, the fact that they're hiding the cure is to drain you of your money. I feel like everybody knew that. Nah. <laughs> I wasn't... That was I don't know. Common knowledge. I, don't, I don't go to the pharmacy for anything. <laughs> Not yet, at least. But... Marcus, you want to say anything? I'm just... Idea. Come on, what's the conspiracy <laughs> you know? <laughs> what do you mean? You Cardi say B is in the Illuminati. <laughs> there you go. Like, all the <laughs> Right? X isn't really dead. <laughs> no, okay. Okay. Let's okay. not start this. <laughs> I'm all about it. <laughs> At Shane Dawson. <laughs> They're no, funny. Us. They really are. Some of them are just... What, what were we talking about? Before you put us on... <laughs> you know, about about the <laughs> I think it was about health and condoms. Yeah. And then we started yeah. talking about Not, conspiracies. Macy, do you have anything to say um, on the matter? I feel like I had something to say about health class, but I can't remember. So. Mm. That's one thing. All right. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. It caught my attention, right? Religion. Safe sex, sex in general, and religion, right? That's a, that's a thin line you're walking on. <laughs> and I, I see all the smiles. <laughs> I'm like, I'm trying to like flesh this out, but I don't really, I don't know. I feel like, I guess that's a question I have for you. What? So she's too young. Don't do it. Nah, Jordan. Don't do it. <laughs> no, no. What is PG thirteen? PG-13. No, I'm like... Mom's right there. Oh, my God. <laughs> just Are ask really, just Yeah, ask no, the whole question. thing is like, what do you... Have you been educated or like given any specific, I guess, speech or whatnot about sex specifically from your religion? Uh, yeah, like, I mean, like, every kid, like, has to have, like, the talk right. at, like, one point and, Birds like... And the bees. <laughs> wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. You got that talk, Marcus? Everybody got that talk. I have never gotten that talk. What? what? Never. Never gotten that talk. What? 
That's crazy. Why? I'll be just chilling. You ever ask about it? <laughs> no. So you just. That's a very awkward thing to ask. Mom, what are the birds and the bees? No. <laughs> no, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to ask about it. If you're going to explain it to me, then I'll hear it, but. No, I'm so not then, asking. like, how did you learn about it? Like, but like. The streets. The streets taught me <laughs> oh, everything yeah. I know. And like, I, don't, I don't know if I want to hear this, like, version of it. <laughs> And I think everybody, like, subconsciously knows from a really young age that it's, like, weird. Like, they, like, I mean, they don't know, like, obviously, like, where babies come from, but they know just from, like, everything that, like, it's, like, a weird conversation. And so it's, it's like, kind of avoided being asked. It's 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 everywhere. I mean, it's in, like, movies. Like, it's a joke in movies and YouTube series. Like, it's, like, a thing. And What games do you play? No, I'm just saying. GTA GTA 5 was crazy. Red Dead Redemption. There's... Wait, this is Every, a thing? Yeah. About sex sex in is media? everywhere. Sex sells. Sex in media. It's everywhere. Every other rapper is talking about sex. Well, yeah, I know that, but he said, <laughs> specifically said games. Yes. Yeah. That, yes. All what? the time. There's so many games. There's, it's in everything, literally. I'm shook. <laughs> I'm shook. Yeah. So I'm everybody shook. here got the birds and the bees? Yes. Except That's you. Oh, <laughs> That's pain. <laughs> sad hours. So anyways, getting um, back to it. <laughs> um, so basically, like, even though, like, there are different beliefs, like, than, like, other people may have, like, about sex, like, for other people, it's just, like, something that, like, you do, and it's, like, for me, it's just, like, something, like, that, like, it's, like, a holy thing almost, and, like, it's, like, something that you only do with, like, someone that you're, like, married to, and somebody that, like, you've known for, like, a while, but... It, um, obviously, I had to have the talk at, like, one point, because, like, there can be, like, situations, like, when that can pop up, like, if I didn't get it and, like, something like that happened, then I wouldn't know what was happening and I would be really confused and, but, mm -hmm. like, even though, like, sometimes for other people it's just, like, that one thing that, like, every teenager does, it's, like, something more meaningful to people with like the faith base that I have. Of course. Mm. I think yeah, and I f Go ahead. Okay, anyway. I feel like I feel like that goes with the like what you were talking about with it's just mm. another thing that teenagers do. It's because yeah. at an early age every year, you know, people earlier and earlier, people younger and younger are hearing about what sex is. Yeah. But not what the consequences of sex are. You know what I'm saying? And that's so, huge. Mm. You know, over and over we make these mistakes and nobody's learning from them because nobody's teaching yeah. the lessons that, you know, have mm. been you know, and uh I feel like we see on social media especially how everybody's like happy. Like recently I've been seeing so many people happy about having babies when they're like sixteen, seventeen. It's it's crazy. I don't I have I, niece, I haven't I have seen a, any of that. I have a niece at home. I love my niece to death. I got two nephews. Crazy. She is the most stressful being in my life right now. <laughs> like, and, th and that's the thing. Like, I, I can oh. say that, but then I'm saying that to people around me. Mm -hmm. But that does not excuse everybody else that's, like, out here doing stuff. You know what I'm saying? We need to spread the word more because, like, there are more people doing it. Mm -hmm. And it's, like, becoming, like you said just a thing yeah instead of something that should be mm -hmm. you know beautiful yeah, yeah. You know, something I, that should be i think that's a, a big thing that's currently going on with like the world these days right 
people aren't, I guess, just the value of sex. I mean, yes, right? Some people can, like, two people can just have sex and it could be totally meaningless. There's that. And then there's, like, the religious value and the highly valued part of it where it's, like, this is what two people who love each other do and share with each other. Yeah. I feel like, from what I've seen in media, right, all the musicians, all the, like, games, apparently, I feel like all these, like, images or, like, I guess, ideas of sex are so, like, doled down. Yeah. And there's, it's like... Not, it's, like, it's not that serious kind of thing when it is. Yeah, yeah. it's... Like, me, personally, I think it's, like, a very, like, I wouldn't say, like, emotional, but there's, like, emotions behind it. I, I don't, I don't value it as, like, oh, yeah, it's just, like, you know. Whatever. Uh, like, busting. Like, it ain't, it ain't just that. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> PG-13. Honestly. I said this before we started. PG-13. Are you kidding me? There's some sex in PG-13 movies. No, they're happy. Huh? What? What? <laughs> this is is okay. Yes. <laughs> but, in like 1980, you guys are making me sweat. Like, do you know? I'm do you know who's running? For a split second, Ethan looks so scared. Yo. <laughs> do you know who's running the movie rating administration? Oh, yo, that yo, is I'm so funny. Sweaty. It's a <laughs> that is so funny, yo. Y'all did not see his face just now. It was like the funniest face <laughs> no, it was seen, really yo. funny. You but, don't know yeah. the people who are running the movie rating administration. But yeah, yeah like, there's some crazy like, people running the. I mean, there's movies that have been given a higher rating because there was a, a same-sex kiss. A leg. A leg. You're so childish. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> I Throw mean, up. there there is some crazy things that movies have been rated higher for, and like to say that like. To say that, like, um, that is, like, oh, that's just, like, a thing. Like, that's in every movie. Like, that's that's so far from the truth. Like, there's so many things that a movie could get, I guess, downrated for now that I guess you would have never thought. And then, like, oh, my How God. How old are you guys? Why? 13. I'm also 13, so. What grade, what grade is 13? Eighth. Eighth. Eighth or seventh. Are you kidding you guys me? Are extremely, <laughs> you guys are extremely mature for your age. Yeah. Mm, All right. I want to look really up. Yeah, you've never. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'm considering, considering, like, the, like the city. Crazy. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, I was dead childish. What was the, <laughs> I remember I last year. I was so childish. on American Pie. That. <laughs> dude. Dude. I'm curious. Dude. It doesn't. It doesn't even have. That was definitely rated R. It's not rated. It's yeah. I was gonna say it's unrated. I think. Is it? Yes. So how can you be unrated in a movie? That's. They just couldn't decide. They couldn't come to. A... It, was, it was that. It was that gory. Oh. It was that bad. <laughs> they couldn't. <laughs> that was funny. Uh, <laughs> <I'm>... <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> no, I'm not finding it. Uh, that's... Yeah, because it's shouldn't. unrated. You shouldn't have to. Why, why do you want to? Because I want to see if, like, if this is... He's trying to prove that he's right. <laughs> well, no, I mean, that whole well. thing is... Oh. <laughs> what is oh, it? wait a minute. It's unrated? <laughs> yeah, it's unrated. <laughs> <laughs> what did you expect? Uh, you expect it to be... You, please tell me you did not expect it to be PG-13. I don't go out to like the movies G. all the time. 
But you've seen American Pie, though. Yeah. You know it's not. You know it's not. No, American I know, Pie. and that's why I was wondering. I'm like, the whole thing is based around it. So I was like, well, there is a fun. Like, <laughs> what? What if it wasn't? I mean, it was 1999, so. That's true. You, know. you never know. I've never seen that movie. That's so. Don't. Yeah, I don't have no idea what you're talking about. No, you're, you're not. I've heard, good for you. I've girl. heard the song, and that's it. There's a song? <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's a song. Is it about it? I haven't heard I mean, it's called American it, Pie. Right. I don't know if it's about the movie or if it's in the movie. No, it's not? It's not. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> See, when you hear pie... <laughs> It was so childish. Oh, God. What a funny movie. What? Yo, dude. I never seen it, so... Why Don't did you ask it. me to be on this? Don't watch it. It's funny, he dude. He will not be here next it's week. It's like a classic. Yeah. <laughs> you can't just, like, mouth that. You're like, he ain't gonna be here next week. You're good. <laughs> On to the next thing. This dude yeah, is childish. Someone, someone don't let me like don't let me don't talk. let him leave the conversation <laughs> yeah. anymore. Marcus, what about? Oh, I thought you said, "Can you switch the conversation?" No. Oh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> this is about topic. you guys. This is we've your been, episode. We've this been on this topic for a dead yeah, long time. <laughs> okay, so this whole the whole point this of this episode like was for you guys to talk about yourselves. You have not said a word I've since you've Hey, Mar- Marcus, what do you do I've as a hobby? <laughs> yeah, Marcus, talk about you. What do you like you? to do in your spare time? Oh, I got a lot of hobbies. Um, sports. Majority. What sports do you play? Yeah, come on. Get into it. Sports. Um, <clears throat> uh, rugby. Swimming. Volleyball. Um, volleyball. Well, this is my first year playing, so I don't know if that really counts. But usually, I think I played every sport. Just about. I started when I was six. Football. Seven. Lacrosse. You played lacrosse? I was gonna never. say. Cool. And then football till I was twelve. And then I switched to soccer. You played soccer? Right? <laughs> I'm pretty honest. <laughs> soccer. And then tenth grade, I think I was fifteen. Fifteen. I'm gonna say fifteen. Football I went back to football. Then I started swimming in seventh grade. Baseball. All middle school. Ninth grade. Got introduced to rugby. Senior year, well, right now, playing volleyball, so. Mm-hmm. And then I just like mm-hmm. to play games Yeah. here and there. I mean, the thing is, I feel like I played a lot of sports. I just don't play any sports. Like, I've, I've, <laughs> I've, I've, I've done, I, I went through that classic thing of, like, your mom and your dad are like, you, you have to do, you have to do T-ball. You got to go try like, it out for it. You yeah. have to go try it. You have to, you have to try it before you knock it. And then... You know, you, you do T-ball, and then you knock it. And then you're like, okay, well, he didn't like T-ball, so let's put him in soccer. And then you do soccer, and you don't like it. And so then they're like, well, we should try basketball. And then you do basketball, and you don't like it. I'll and I feel like too. I've been through the ringer of, like, every sport. No, and it just wasn't it. And none of them were, none of them were close. No, you don't get asked another question. The question is... Were you good at any of them? Like, no. Like, no. Uh, like, I'm going to get real close to the microphone and say no. I was not good at any of them. There were. I love sports. Yeah. My dad's a really big sports guy. So, like, sports was, like, the main thing that, like, it didn't matter, like, 
what day it was or like what season it was or like anytime it was always sports on the tv hmm. every single day like it was either football or basketball or baseball it didn't matter what sport hockey it could have been anything it was always sports and so I'm more artistic than I am like sporty and so like having like my dad's like a big baseball player so like and like big sport player and so like I always wanted to like play a sport because like him and my brother had like a such a good like have such a good bond because they're both big mm -hmm. sports people and so like right. they both love sports and like I'm not really into sports like I'll play sports but like I won't like love it but you play like, softball though I play softball but I'm thinking about switching over to swim instead because but I chipped my tooth when I was swimming <laughs> <so>. <laughs> don't be dangerous right like how do you how do you what do, do, you do that? hit it on the block no I was so I was I was in a swim lesson and <laughs> you know me, like bullet over here, just coming in from my front crawl, about to touch the wall. I lift my head up to gauge where I am. Open mouth, slams into the wall, and the, the tooth chips. You can still see it, and it's never gonna be solved. You bit in the pool. Yeah, basically, that's like exactly what happened. <laughs> At like eight year old me. <laughs> just like speeding you, have the, speeding you have the funniest facial like <laughs> i know i wish this were a video it was yeah. like no. i'm gonna set start up, recording i'm gonna start recording i brought uh i have an ipad the camera is Ooh. fire Whoa. camera is fire. fire so i'm gonna set it up next time put it up there i'm gonna keep iPad looking back camera. i don't know just uh yeah it's dead today so i didn't bring it today but sad i gotta charge <laughs> you'll see it in other episodes guys well, you won't see it because it's a podcast, but... No, you'll see it. You'll see us. I'll use my phone to record the iPad, and then I'll switch it. Mm -hmm. Editing skills are fire. Just wait on <laughs> it. <laughs> Just want to let you guys know. Just wait on it. In stocks, in stocks, film pro. Editing. I mean to ask yeah. you, Macy. Uh, yes. What? Is it, is it ra race? That should... Huh? Ethnicity? Yeah. Ethnicity? That's what I was... That's I the word you. I was thinking. Yeah. What's <laughs> yeah. your ethnicity? Um. So, my mom is... German, Sweden, and white, and my dad is Puerto Rican and African American, so like, um, yeah, nice combination. So, I got, I don't know what I got to be honest, or <laughs> what I look like. I just know I just got a combination yeah. of their DNA, and I look like this. So, yeah. so how has that, you know, affected you in your life? Um, people just like look at me up and down, and put me in the category of white. So okay. like don't do that. <laughs> it's always annoyed me because like I like I am white, but like I don't want to be like singly known as like white, white like girl. Yeah. yeah, like Macy's white. Like I'm more than like white. Like I'm like all these other like mixes of different ethnicities and I don't appreciate being put under just one and under one like white like I don't like I know I'm like not dark but like I know I'm not like super you know, light yeah you don't look white mm -hmm. to me. yeah so I don't know it's Ethan just... looks white <laughs> <laughs> I am the most Aryan looking Jew you will ever find <laughs> <laughs> Jewish? yeah dude <laughs> my whole dad's side's Jewish but I am I'm your typical I did not yeah. know that yeah me neither 
fun fact. And um, yeah. to add on, I have a question for Macy. Um, do maybe like just this is what you were talking about earlier is like that sort of stigma of being white in the like it's primarily African American and Latino and is there's sort of that stigma there when you're like no I'm not white like I'm mixed and you don't you don't want to be put into that label of like white because that can sometimes be tied with some sort of like stereotypes. Yeah, yeah stupid stereotypes and like you just you want to like get that out as soon as possible that you're like not white so you don't get in people's minds it's like oh you're the white girl so you're like this yeah. yeah so i don't like be calling like there is definitely that stigma because like you don't like people like looking you up and down and then putting just smacking a label on your forehead and being like oh you're the white girl now because mm. like it's not fun. Like nobody like wants to like slap a label on everybody. I'm like, oh, you're that black dude, or oh, you're that um, loud Latina, or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's never fun to like have like a label smacked on your forehead. So every time that somebody calls me white, as soon as like it comes out of their mouth, I try to like just like change, change it because like, like it. um, I don't like I'm not just that white girl like Mm -hmm. i'm more than that like i'm african-american like i'm german like i'm all these mixes like i'm not just white and so there's definitely that feeling when like people like call you white where it's just like well no i'm not (laughs) but like i am i am but i'm I'm not well yes but actually no No. (laughs) there's uh some advice I can give to a lot of people is just, like, try to learn about each and every one of your yeah. roots just so you have something to teach other people. Yeah. Just in general. Like, this is not for people that are talking junk about you being white or black. Mm-hmm. or Honestly, I feel like some labels are, like, kind of cool. Like, Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If I'm black, I'm black. And I'm, <laughs> you know, I, I have no problem with it. That's you know? my period. Any- <laughs> and, like, anything that comes with that, I don't. I feel like once you hit a certain age, just you know, you yeah, like you don't really care about that kind of thing. You know what I'm saying? Uh, especially, I'd say me being a black guy, especially for black people. That's like I'm repping black people because I'm black. And so like, you know, all the stereotypes that come with being black, it's like I've gone through 18 years of it. And at this point, I'm just like, okay. You know, nothing's yeah. nothing's really changed that drastically thus far. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so it's just like you get used to that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But considering you, you're mixed, you have a lot to learn. You know what I'm saying? I have my black roots to learn. You have your black yeah. roots, your Latina roots, mm-hmm. your German roots, you know? And so, yeah, I just say, like, take all of that home with you yeah, and just, like, really, like, span out and try to learn as much as you can Mm -hmm. about each one so you can teach other people Mm -hmm. about why they should be open with each and every one of those things singularly, you know? Be glad that people are calling you white. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, like, if they consider you the white girl, okay, forget it. Yeah, because you are are white. You have white in you, Mm -hmm. you know? And... People are going to talk junk about you to the day you die, to the to the day you die. My mom has been telling me this for years. People are going to talk junk about the littlest thing, you know. People yeah. mess up, people make mistakes, and people are going to talk about it. Once you get older, it stops phasing you. You don't mm-hmm. care mm-hmm. about that type of thing. 
you know, you're gonna you're gonna stop caring that people are talking junk about you know you being homosexual. I already, you're gonna... I already stopped caring. I'm gonna just get that out there. I got thick skin, sis. Yeah. So like, yeah, you're just gonna get to a point in your life where you're just like, yeah, I am white. You know, I don't care. Yeah. That's just part of who I am, and who I am, I like the person I am. You know. Yeah. And same with you. <laughs> <laughs> I like you too, George. <laughs> um, I have a question. Um, it's probably gonna start a conversation, but I kind of want the conversation to get started along with like labels and stuff. Um, I want to talk about pronouns because that's kind of a thing. Mm. And I'm not good at those. like, I know how do you feel so about pronouns? Like, how good are you with remembering them? Like, how horrible? Like, what in the just in that area? Like. What are your pronouns? Just like the way you feel about using that stuff. Because I know people who are all for it. And then I know people who rudely disrespect people's pronouns. Mm -hmm. And then I know people who unknowingly or forgettingly like disrespect people's pronouns. I'm and definitely it, unknowingly. And in that situation, it's I wouldn't even call it disrespect. It's just being, it's ignorant. just forgetting and being ignorant because it's not something that was ingrained in your life before and you're having to learn this new thing. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I just want to, whoever wants to talk about that. Cause I've, okay. Um, I never really thought about pronouns. Like when I was in elementary school, like some kid just looked at you and if you looked like a girl, then you were known as the girl. And then if you looked like a boy, like Charlie, then you were called a boy. But, like, it didn't hit me until, you like... Boys. You guys aren't boys. <laughs> yeah, because we're mad. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah Sorry, but it didn't going. hit me until, like, when I came to Soda, when, like, people would, like... Like, some of the teachers would, like, ask, like, oh, what do you go by? Or, like, some of the students would be, like... Oh, what do you go by? Like that's kind of cool. That's really cool. Yeah, that that didn't ever happen. That's really cool. Yeah, and so it's really nice because the teachers are really nice and accepting at soda, which is awesome. yeah. No Tino shade to Fifty Eight, but they never did that. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fifty Eight never did. Okay, okay. I we're, love you, Fifty Eight. You, you were you were a great school, <laughs> but um, yeah, y'all never did that. Y'all should get on that. Yeah. Yeah. We a lot of places should get on that. Just like yeah, you know, on period. Harley you know did, no, but uh, oh, you did do that? Yeah, yeah. Oh my God. Um, it was late at Harley. Better late than never. Um, yeah, better late than never. That's a good way of putting it. Um, it first happened when we had our first transgender student uh, come to Harley, um, because he was um, transitioning, and people at the public school didn't acknowledge it. And we're very, I guess, aggressive towards him. Ignorant and rude. Yeah, exactly. Don't and be doing that. <laughs> Hold on. Uh, before we go on, the ignorant means uh, just like you not knowing something. Yeah. Like it's not particularly a bad thing. Yeah. So I like think... if it's, uh, yeah, so if we say ignorant and rude, it's like you don't know plus you don't because you don't know to exactly. You're not trying to not, put in the effort yeah, you're not to be to better adjust. about it. And yeah, then there's exactly. that unknowing arrogance where you just you you just don't like you don't. It's just going over your head. Like, right. You it hasn't it hasn't been brought up. Yeah. It hasn't yeah. it hasn't been a factor in your life. So you're you're learning it. But there are people who are knowingly arrogant and rudely arrogant about it. And I know several people who are 
judgmental about people's pronouns. They make fun of people's pronouns. And it's it's not good. Like, don't, because okay. that ruins people's lives. Like, that I have a question. will ruin you. Mm-hmm. How, okay. This how do you say pronouns? No, this is very ignorant. How many pronouns... Well, Are there like is there a set? Like, there's number? a lot. Yeah, like, <laughs> there can, you can go by anything, at the, like anything. He, yeah. him, his, she. Right, she her, her. Oh, they, those. The, oh, yeah. Like, oh, they, okay. the, What's your gender yeah. expression? Yeah. Yeah. Wait, what okay. did you think we were talking about pronouns? I had no idea. <laughs> <laughs> they no, but that's, that's they exactly as well. the exactly. Of it. That's that's yeah. why it's important. They, there, them. Yeah. Yeah. What was it? Z here. Is that? I think I, I think there's there's one where it's just X E and then there's like one where it's like X E G E or X E H E. You learn yeah. something new every day. I had there's no some, idea there, there was are Z's. some crazy that, ones. Actually, no, we didn't we didn't know a Z. Um, wasn't the swim coach a Z? Which one? Boy to go. Are you Marcus, that's our whole point. The, that's our whole argument. We're talking this, about pronouns right now. Are you going to say he or she? Who identifies as Z? <laughs> were they a boy or a girl? Wait, we're talking about that? pronouns. Oh, oh my god! That honestly couldn't have been better. Yeah, she went a Z. Well, Z went a Z. They were a Z. But you did not just ask boy or girl. I was confused because but it's hard though. This is the thing I was trying to get out, and this is exactly what I was trying to get out of it. Yeah, it's hard and it's confusing. Like, is this Z? Is this Z a boy or a girl? There's Z, and it's it's of course that was that was unknowing arrogance, not rude. I can just tell based on the way you were based on the way you were expressing it, like, it was just sort of, like, it's just sort of subconsciously set in people's minds. Like, you ask, are, like, are they a boy or a girl? And I think it's, it's, people need to start learning, and it needs to start being taught that you ask, are they a boy? Are they a girl? Are they binary? Are they non-binary? So, out in, like, I feel like it's way easier to do that in schools. Like, if you're, if you're in a school, Mm. you have, like, a, you have a friend, and you're like, okay, what do you want to be? What is your pronoun? Yeah, like, what, what do you want to go you, as? Yes, you know? But I feel like it's way harder to do out, like, in your social. Yeah, when you yeah. encounter it outside yeah. of yeah, cause it's like educational spot. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, just it's, harder because there's, yeah. there's still that stigma. And you, you don't want to be, maybe subconsciously, you don't want to be... Maybe it's not even subconscious. Maybe you know that, like, 2019, people are becoming super woke and, like, way more accepting. And you don't want to be seen out there being – you don't want to be seen out there being, like, are you he, she, they? Because then people – you might be – thinking in the back of your mind like people are gonna think i'm a bad person people are gonna think i'm rude and arrogant because i'm asking this person this pronouns which i mean it's not like it's actually super nice and people are really grateful when you ask their pronouns but i think yeah it's just there's a lot of stigmas about lgbtq plus culture and that's just one of them and i think it might not even be conscious it just might be subconscious like you just don't want to do it because you don't want to be seen as arrogant or rude because you don't know this person's pronouns and i think the whole thing is that you're not going to know somebody's pronouns like some there are instances where you have to ask and it's okay to ask because other people haven't asked and they've called that person 
he or she, and that can really offend somebody. Mm-hmm. I and just when you put it out there, how like listeners can y'all like listen to how fast he's talking right now? You know, I'm random. That means he <laughs> knows what he's talking about. This is something that he's lived for for you know a while now yes. and he talks about it a lot it's very mm-hmm. easy for him to get it out because this is who he is yep. this is what his identity is and this is what you know the point of this episode was to yeah. you know for people to have their identity out there and to for other people to be aware that there are people out there with these new you know identities that you know America and the world itself are just now getting used to mm-hmm. who are open to explaining Mm-hmm. How to be better, uh, just like less, less better, arrogant, like better just, suited to be aware to of these things, yeah, and just so, to learn in general. Does Soda have a club? We have the we have the sexuality and gender alliance saga, right. if you will. And is it run by students? It is or run teachers? by. Teachers and students. It's an optional thing. It's not a club. It is weekly meetings, which Mm -hmm. seems like a club, but it's not a club because in a club you're obligated to go. In the in the saga, they were calling it saga last year. I don't know what they're calling it this year. Mm -hmm. It's more of a choice. Like you don't have to go to every meeting. Yeah, yeah, of course. And it's have to go to every club meeting. I mean, but it's you don't have to, but isn't there sort of that yeah, obligation? That like you joined, yeah. you joined chess club, so you should be at every chess club. <laughs> yeah. But with the GSA, there's less of that. Like, comma every time, and it's more of just just come if you need to come. Mm-hmm. And what I was gonna say, oh wait, I had something to say, and then I completely forgot. It was that oh, it was um, adding on to what you said. Um, you said that I've lived it, and I yeah, I mean, I was identifying as gender fluid for a while. Mm-hmm. And what not a while. What does that mean? I do not. I did not identify neither, by any gender. Just, neither both. It's whatever you're feeling. You whatever I'm feeling on any given day. Hell yeah. Because I, like I, I was a preteen and I was having feminine mood swings and I, you know, wanted to paint my nails and put makeup on. And of course, I realize now that I'm, I'm very much a male. I'm a gay male, but I'm very much. I do. I don't want to transition, and I don't feel like I am a female in any way and um yeah but I have lived it and you know getting that out there being like please address me by they that was sort of a thing because people were like well what does that mean like why do you want us to call you that and again because we were in a city school people it wasn't we weren't really being exposed to that Mm. and so yeah it's just sort of that thing that it's just it's a hard transition for not just um, city schools in Rochester, not just New York, not just the U.S., but the entire planet Earth. We have to make that switch from our old ways of thinking, which was very, of course, like straight white male oriented and leaning into this new era of um, women being in power and people of different races and ethnicities eth- ethnicities being in power and um, people of different sexualities and gender identities being in power. And it's just kind of a hard transition. Yeah. yeah. The uh, future is female, guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The future is female. Um, I was just thinking about what was Charlie was saying about the transition. And there have been a couple times at school where, like, people have had those, like, pins where it says, like, she or her and like it's like basically like a pin of like what they identify as 
and I think it's a really good like starting point for the transition to like getting more like used to and more comfortable with like sharing that and I think it's just like a small part of like a big like a big thing yeah. yeah any other additions anybody want to go because <laughs> I'll keep talking. Keep going. Keep going, Charlie. <laughs> um, I mean, what else? Does anybody here have any questions? Like, I like I know about this. Like, this is a thing that I took my time to, you know, learn oh, about. Cause... I did have a question. Okay. Uh, she... Sorry. I'm sorry to cut you off. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, it's totally fine. How did your family feel about your sexuality? How Like, how did that go? Um, well, I mean, I only officially came out to my mother. Um, my dad, I didn't feel like I had to come out with him. I'm super close with him, and he's a really nice, like, I love him to death, and... He is a cool-ass dude, guys. Yeah. By the way, that's my boss. Yep. Just put it out there. Lentil restaurant, it's in the village gate. You should go. Like, it's good food. That's on God. I'm probably gonna be serving, you know, working at the bar. Period. Doing something, but... Yeah, yes. (laughs) He's super chill. He's very nice. And I just didn't feel like I had to really come out with him to him. And I didn't even, funny story, Macy, didn't feel like (laughs) I had to come out to my mother either. And so let's let's go back to sixth grade. And I was just discovering that I wanted to I wanted to tell people that I was gay. And I, of course, I had a crush on this guy, which was the worst possible guy I could have had a crush on. He was, like, family of seven kids, homeschooled, super Christian, like, worst possible person I could have had a crush on. And, um, I was, you know, I, of course, I talked about it at school because all of my friends knew because I have super supportive friends. And, um, I get a call from Macy and she's like, hey, you know that guy, Josh? He lives down the street from me. And I was like, and she had called me on my mom's phone for some reason because, like, the numbers were, <laughs> I had an iPod, which does not work with, like, phone numbers. So she had to, like, it, it was a weird situation. And yeah. so I had to, like, take my mom's phone and be like, hey, can I take this call? And she was like, yeah, sure, fine. And so I took the call and she's like, oh, my God. And I had her, of course, on on regular phone, so it wasn't speaker, and I was talking to her, and I was like, blah, 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 yeah, I'm like, oh my god, like, does he really? And she was like, <laughs> yes, and I'm like, are you lying to me? And she's like, no, yeah, like, and we, like, know his family, and I was like, oh my god, and so I get off the phone, and my mom was like, what's, what were you just talking about? And I was like, this guy, like, who lives on the street, and I just, like, <laughs> went upstairs, and I was like, ah, oh. like, I was really, like, that was just a really awkward experience. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that's to answer that question. They're all super chill about it. They don't. They really don't care. Mm-hmm. And I think just again because it's been so blatantly obvious, like they just had to accept it from like age three. Mm-hmm. I mean, from the second I learned how to talk and walk, like it was just so glaring that I think my family, rather than having to like this like weird onset, of, like I had no idea, like this is so weird. It was slowly just like they all figured it out. Yeah. And it was like, oh, well, eventually we're going to have to, like, face it, and he's going to come out. And so I think it just, that just made that whole process easier in the end, mm-hmm. in the long in the long run. Anybody else? I think all together, like us as a collective in the world, 
we need to stop caring so much. Stop being so angry about people like being them. Like it's so annoying. Like yeah. it's not like it's not only like a bad thing. It's just annoying. Like, it's so annoying to hear somebody else yeah. hating on somebody else for being gay or being black. like it's like it's gotten so old. I don't want to listen like, to your voice anymore. To be honest, if yeah. you have something to say, don't say. Because I don't <laughs> care. Yeah, and so like you don't have to be happy that this person is gay. You, also you don't, have, don't to, have to. You don't have to be mad, mad that this person is gay. You, you don't know? have to feel just anyway. Stop. About yeah, just like it, it has nothing to do with it has nothing not to do life. with you. It's not affecting your life. Exactly. Exactly at all. Like it has nothing to do with you. Unless so just like, it's the only way it's affecting your life is like I'm gay and I have a crush on you. That will affect your life. You <laughs> take that, take that how you will. A lot of people have taken that from me. Some took it well, some took it not well. Um knowingly, because they were obviously straight, but what am I supposed to do? And um that's the only way where it's affecting your life. If I'm just like I'm gay great or not great there's no feeling about it like i don't really care. love how open you are about this Thank i you. i really do i, I do, it bro. took me a while i developed really thick skin because yeah. i got bullied a lot when i was younger and i think it just yeah sort of formed a really thick skin and now i can just i just feel really accepted like i can openly talk about that and i have so many supportive friends i'm hugging macy right now just so you know <laughs> and um <laughs> she's one of my supportive friends and i just yeah Thank you for, I mean, not, yeah, not a lot of people acknowledge that. And a lot of people aren't really open about it. And I, I don't want to like sound like, you know, sound like I'm being all high and mighty, but I sometimes like to think of myself as being a voice for people who don't want to talk about that. And for, I just get my opinion out there, but also the opinions of other people who don't feel comfortable talking about that on a I mean, right now, worldwide basis, like anybody could listen to this on Spotify. And um, yeah, so I just, I just am open about it because of that reason. We had an episode called Influence where we talked about how anyone, anyone can be an influence to anybody. Mm -hmm. It's a difference between being an influence and being like some famous person who's just like, you know him because he's famous. Like, you know LeBron James because he plays basketball, you know? But... For you to be, like, to not be some, you know, worldwide known person, Mm -hmm. but still getting your voice out there, considering there really aren't that many, you know, homosexual, gay people, lesbian people who are out here as much as, like, you know, straight people trying to fight for other things. Mm -hmm. There's not many of you guys out here really, you know, talking and getting the conversation going. So don't ever think that you're, like, not some you know, some mighty high horse kind of person because you're you're that person that could be making someone else's day yeah. by explaining what like what it means to be gay. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Thank you. Yeah. That, that was a really nice compliment actually. Yeah. Anybody else any questions on anything LGBTQ plus related? I am ninety nine percent sure I have an answer. <laughs> <laughs> anything else? No, I like we're at, covered all of it. We're at an hour twenty two, so we can probably end it here. You if you guys to? want to. Oh, shoot. I mean, Wait, we got to figure out that fact. What fact? <laughs> They're not just facts. 
Oh yeah, the fun. Oh yeah. In the <laughs> yeah, we gotta look up Rochester fun facts. Yeah, guys. We're gonna look up Rochester well, fun facts. Usually, <laughs> we'd have this everyone ready for you guys, but seeing as though, <laughs> seeing as though this is like the first episode in a while, we're looking it up now. But <clears throat> we have some good ass <throat> water, by the way. Rochester Just, is actually the home to um, <clears throat> white hots and garbage plates. Yeah, not many people know about you garbage plates. You should eat one. Right? We, we were on and CNN. And we were on CNN because of garbage plates. Oh, so I just want to get that out there. We were on a CNN story because of garbage plates. That's kind of lit. Famous, yeah. I can't think of a better food. I love garbage plates. Yeah, me too. I can eat garbage plates Yeah, garbage plates, plates are so good. With, with boss sauce. Boss sauce. Yeah. So good. Yeah, Avaya was telling us how he went to Philly, and he had a steak sub. And, uh, they have no boss sauce. Yeah, they didn't have any country sweet <laughs> boss sauce. Like, they put ketchup and cheese. Yo, this country sweet is so good. <laughs> <laughs> country sweet is so good. Okay, that's all I'm going to say about that. All right. That's the episode. Oh, oh. And closing. That's the, end of, that, <laughs> that's the ending of our episode. Uh, we're on Spotify. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're on Google Podcasts. Go give us a listen. Be quiet, Marcus. <laughs> Go give us a listen. You know, uh, make sure you comment in our on our Instagram. It's called For the Future Official on Instagram. Uh, if anybody it. else wants to give out their Instagrams, just shoot us. You know, DMs. Talk to us about what you want to talk to us about. Give some comments about the conversation and yeah, you know, live your life. All right. Nobody wants to give out their Instagrams? No, because I don't want random people following my Instagram. Also, I have overprotective parents, so I don't have an Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> At my mom. Whoa. That's a tea. I'll rep, I'll, rep, I'll rep the podcast that I'm starting. There's no episodes oh, yeah. out, but when it is out, um, it's going to be called Every Rainbow is Beautiful, and it's going to be about all um, everything that I was talking about today and more just about different prejudices and how you can not be prejudiced and how you can get rid of that subconscious racism or homophobia or anything like that. And I'm going to have special guests um, an episode a week. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Don't trust me on a good upload schedule. That's not the thing to trust me on. But um, I don't know. I'll be on here again, hopefully, once that some episodes are out and I can, um, I can like, give more info about that. But, yeah. All right. All right. No. <laughs> what about yours? Um, see, I'm not a very... Cur- um, creative um, name person so like I don't really have a title right now but like when I do have one I'll make sure to shoot you guys something so I don't know yeah just name it just name it I don't have a name right now yeah <laughs> untitled podcast yes there is one called we couldn't think of a name <laughs> not that bad honestly <laughs> yeah but yeah that's the episode bye Victory lap.